He's an old head. Youngins are really starting to get on my damn nerves. He's a purveyor of nonsense. He's a Georgia high school coaching job influencer. His favorite Bible verse is Jesus wept. He's the man of constant sorrow, Chris Lamb. Welcome to, Welcome episode, to episode 12, 12 of Sun Coaches Podcast, where today we got Coach Rod Harris, the assistant head coach and assistant athletic director at Peach County High School in Fort Valley, Georgia. I was fortunate enough to work with Rod and meet Coach Harris at Northside Warner Robins about four or five years ago, and he is an entrepreneur. Um. He's one of the He's funniest, one of the funniest people, I've, people ever I've ever met. One of the smartest, one of the smartest people, I've, people ever I've ever met. And, and one of the best, of the best humans, humans I've ever met. And, and um, I, hope I hope y'all enjoy. See, drop some, drop some wisdom, wisdom on us today. Rod, Rod thanks, for thanks for being with us. Well, thank you, man. I really appreciate you uh, introducing me in a way in which uh, I'm trying to figure out exactly who you're talking about. But you did say my name, so uh, we're going to. We're going to try to do the best we can. I just appreciate you having me. Well, Coach, well, I, Coach know I know that you graduated, graduated from Jones County High School. High School. And, after, and that, after that, you went on, you went to, on play. to play. Where? Where? I went to the University of Tennessee at Martin. So I was in Martin, Tennessee. And everybody knows Knoxville, of course. And, uh, you know, familiar with the Vols. I was in Martin, Tennessee. I started out as a pacer and became a Skyhawk. And uh, they still currently the Skyhawks in a small time out of out of uh, West Tennessee. Well, how did, uh, how did what, uh, position what position did you play? How did that work out? Work out. Uh, well, started out um, playing strong safety. Thoroughly enjoyed it, and um, and we graduated a couple of guys. My uh, going into my my red shirt sophomore year and and uh, one of the coaches my defense back coach said you know we they discussed it as a staff and they wanted to you know see how I felt about going to cornerback and I said man I haven't played cornerback since you know my first two years of high school I said but if you know if that's what y'all need me to do we you know we could practice it this spring and, and see how it go and uh and the rest is history. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, you know, being on that island and it was a competition, you know, one on one deal. We, you know, we were, um, going from, you know, strictly zone to man to man and, uh, you know, had a fortune to have some speed. You know, I ran track in high school and, um, and, you know, that's one of the things that landed me there, you know, because I had some speed and, you know, somewhat strong so I could run with it. Most of the receivers, I say, you know, I say anybody, that sounds a little cocky, but, you know, <laughs> I, I did have to line up against Terry Owens as a uh, as a freshman, and um, it's a big dude. But uh, well, ain't bragging he, if you can do it. <laughs> yeah, he did not run me, but uh, he was a lot bigger than I was. But uh, <laughs> and uh, surprise, of course, you know, he played tight end for UT Chat, but that was my very first game as far as at. Uh, you know, as a freshman, we were on Sports South. You know, that was a big deal at the time, but I was still at strong safety when that happened. So I had to line up, and he was an attached tight end. And um, you know, when he came off the ball and 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 stood up, I said, "Man, that's that's this a little different," you know, because it was basically a big receiver. <laughs> but um, but like I say, thoroughly enjoyed that. Um, finished up at cornerback, and um, and just went straight into coaching. I graduated and um. On a Saturday, and I was cleaning the field house out, not expecting it to be that quick on Monday. I had to, you know, my parents came up for graduation. We were going to leave from there and go to Florida. We, I don't think we ever went to Disney World uh, after that, <laughs> now that I think about it. So uh, I think they owed me a trip. But uh, <laughs> but I had to, you know, jump right into the coaching rank if I wanted that job. And uh, that, that job uh, – Came up, Where took it. That? that was at Martin Middle School. So I was the head coach. I interviewed for the for the job. I'm working at Domino's Pizza, and I'm I'm very wealthy at the time because I'm still on scholarship. And uh, and I look in the paper. I said, let me get a job and just kind of make some extra money 
before I had to start paying bills, you know. And so, uh, <laughs> so I get a job at Domino's, and like I say, I'm wealthy. I'm getting all this tip money and all this money delivering pizzas. And a uh, young lady uh, comes to the and picks her pizza up, and she starts to discuss opportunities at the middle school. And, and I said, well, I look into it. I, you know, and I talked with my football secretary, Vicky, and she said, well, coach, you, uh, I mean, well, Rod, you, um, you want to, you know, go help out at the middle school. So it was the second time somebody had brought it to my attention. I said, yeah, I'll go over there and help out, enjoy it, and kind of start learning a little something. And I sit down for the interview, and I, I'm, you know, I had on a collar shirt at least. And um, they were interviewing, but they were interviewing for a head coach athletic director for the middle school. And like I said, I'm fresh, getting ready to graduate. And I said, you got to be kidding me. So I talked to the principal and told him, I said, man, I, don't, I think that might be a bit much for me because, uh, you know, I'm I'm new to this. And he said, you know, we talked and talked and talked. He said, he think I'd be a great fit. And we went from there. So at the middle school, I'm the head football coach athletic director and I'm the assistant DB coach at the high school. So uh, I started out, you know, like a lot of guys did. And I thank God for that start because it, uh, it helped me learn a lot of different things. You know, I worked with some, some really good seasoned coaches. My, uh, the head DB coach was uh, the assistant principal. So, you know, we go back to those days and, and you look up and you better have a plan for practice because, um, you know, he may get called to go do something for his assistant principalship <laughs> and now you stuck. And so it was it was really good because the we inherited the old high school and where we practiced at as far as the middle school. And uh, and there's a little back country road, you know, about a little bit less than a mile. I would jog from there. And when I get up, they get up to the high school. They were finishing offensive practice. So I could be there for defensive practice. So, you know, it, you learn a lot, man. And I, I that that little time, man, was so valuable for me in my, my career. Learned, learned a lot from them guys. Where did you, Where go, did you go after that? Uh, after that, I, um, I moved to Memphis for about 45 minutes, Coach. That's how long I was in Memphis. I realized I said, uh, <laughs> we had some things going on in Memphis. And I said, well, you know, uh, it's a nice place. I lived on the outskirts, and uh, I just we did, we didn't me and Memphis didn't get along too well. I, so I uh, it was fun when you visit when you're in college, but as a grown man, I said no, I'm not <laughs> not quite used to some of the stuff going on in Memphis. I'm gonna I'm gonna make my way back home and, and regroup. So I I came back to uh, Georgia in um, 2001, and so I left. Georgia 93 from Jones County, went to UT Martin and, and finished up and all that and came back and worked fortunate enough to get a job at McAvoy Middle School, Southwest Feeder School at that time. The school is no longer up. They've torn it down. But that's where I got my start back here in Georgia at, at McAvoy Middle School. Once again, athletic director, head football coach, and uh, being athletic director, if you don't want to lose a sport, you better have a coach for it. So um, I, I've coached baseball and track at the same time. You know, I'm multitasker because I didn't want to lose the sport. So I went football, wrestling, <laughs> track, and and uh, and baseball. So I had to find a you know baseball coach to help me, and I employed my dad <laughs> to do the baseball team. Yeah, just to make just sure, sure those kids, kids were gonna get to. Play, play. They're gonna they gonna get a chance to play, so we that's would. Important. That's important. Yeah, and so we would start out um, one or the other. It'd be track practice or either baseball. And then when my dad came because he was still working at the railroad, and we uh, I'd let him take over baseball, and I go finish up track. So, you know, good times, man. But it's, it's amazing when you think back on it. You know, some of the crazy things you did. <laughs> right. So how long? So how long were you there? I was in uh, McAvoy. I taught at McAvoy for uh, for three years, and then uh, I talked with the, the then athletic director. I asked her to, you know, what I needed to do to get back, you know, at the high school level. I wanted to go back to high school and um, just kind of go from there. And she said, you know, you can go to Southwest, which was great because you knew all the kids. And uh, and uh, but the stipulation on it, coach, was uh, I had to teach elementary PE. And that was uh that was a little different. So I taught at Brookdale 
for two two years, Brookdale Elementary, but I coached at Southwest, so I was there. And then uh, from Southwest, <clears throat> I, uh, that's how I landed in in House County School System because I I left there and, and I ended up at um, Perry High School in two thousand six. That's my first season there. Who was the Who was the head coach when you got, when you got there? Andy Scott was the head coach there, and uh, and you know he was a Middle Tennessee, or is a Middle Tennessee state guy. So I had to hear a lot about that because we only beat him one time when I was in, uh, you know, at UT Martin. So I had to hear a lot about that. But hey, I held on to that one victory, dog on it. But uh, <laughs> but that is where you met. That is where you met the crew. Yeah, that was uh, you know a turning point of my life, and. Uh, <laughs> We're going to say in a positive way, when you start listing names, that's uh, that's that's something else. The likes of Chad Allegood, Sam Saeed, Kevin McDavis, you know, Tory Howard, you just keep going. And, and that's the, you know, a Northside crew in which we, we work, you know, together in different facets throughout the years other than period. But it's it's uh, it's been amazing to to still have a good relationship with all those guys, you know, in our travels. But uh yeah, that's what we that's what we got together and um, you know, I, I I don't think we tormented too many kids, but we have some out there that uh that, you know, hopefully they doing well today. <laughs> As adults. Coach Scott. Coach Scott, Coach Scott told me told that, me uh, that uh, you and you Sam, and Sam were, were notorious, notorious for pulling pranks on some of the other some of the other coaches on the staff. On the staff. Yeah, we we uh we didn't limit it to just the uh, coaches. We uh we we kind of did the kids also. Uh, but uh, but yeah, we we did a good job of keeping things kind of loose. And uh and one of the one of the biggest well not biggest prank one of the ones that uh didn't go as well as I thought it was gonna go uh with Casey Hayward. He he um. I don't know, but for some reason he felt like he was, you know, going to continue to do little small little pranks on me, you know, in the classroom, down in the uh, weight room. You know, it always I couldn't find a pen, couldn't find a pencil. You know, you you don't have to write as much, you know, if you're in the classroom. But I, what's going on? And so I called him one day. I said, that's who's been taking my pens and pens. I saw a case to take them. And, you know, and I said, all right, I got him. So I, he had some brand new shoes and you know how the kids are with the shoes. And so I took his shoes and I. Uh, Sam Saeed and I, of course, you know, it's a bad combination. I took, <laughs> <laughs> took his shoes and, <laughs> and brand spanking new. And, uh, and I, we, we got him, we got some water and we, I mean, it took too much time because we should have been teaching, I think. But, uh, I, I got a, I found a way to get water in his shoes and it was staying for a little while and I put them in the freezer. And so, uh, so he had ice shoes, and uh, he didn't think it was funny because they were brand new. So, uh, but I thought it was pretty funny because I said, first of all, it was amazing to get this water in these shoes to stand up like that. And so that was one. But I mean, we got on, we go on and on and on, and uh, and to this day, our kids understand that you know me and uh, Sam Saeed, you know we we don't get along well at all. We never have, and. Uh, <laughs> kids, <laughs> we explained to kids that both of us, you know, were on probation for the uh, for <laughs> the United States government because of uh, just some strange things that occurred when you know when he and I met. So uh, yeah, he tells his side of the story, and then I tell my side of the story, and uh, it has something to do with you know my NFL career, which I'm pretty sure if you look it up, you'll find it. But uh, <laughs> it's very short. It doesn't exist. But those kids thought that, uh, you know, I told him that he was my agent and he tried to do some things in which uh, got us all in trouble and uh, got us in trouble with the government. And uh, and so we had to work together so we can, you know, keep our probation straight. So and uh, that's why we didn't get along. But, you know, but <laughs> it's, it's funny. Now, you know, they see the coaches out at Sunnies or somewhere and they say, Coach, why you got? And we explained to them that you know we have to do this because our pro, uh, the terms of our probation says we have to at least eat once or twice a month together, and uh, <laughs> so they, yeah. you know, they they bought into it. And they and I mean the the kids coming in, they said they would call him the coach because they couldn't say his name in my room, and, and in his room they couldn't say my name. So we uh <laughs> we 
I think we tormented more kids than we did adults, but we <laughs> we we had a good time. We had a good time, and um, like I said, there was a famous Christmas card. Well, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna keep it PG, but uh, that was <laughs> that was some Christmas cards, some birthday cards, and um, and we just wanted to let each other know exactly how we felt about one another uh, as far as those cards were concerned, <laughs> and. Uh, and and so yeah, it was um it was it was a lot of different things, man. Cars, um uh at, well, you know, whenever we get a, a new student, Sean Masters was never uh he he um he would send him either to to my room or uh Saeed's room or, you know, to Mac Davis and that child would be tormented that day, brand new to the school and trying to find either Coach Say- Saeed, Mac Davis, or whoever, and none of us would know who that person is. <laughs> <laughs> and so we had one one child, she just couldn't take it no more. She walked back to the office and just said, I, I just, I can't find this coach. And it just so happened to be me on that one. I stopped on it. And uh, <laughs> that child walked all over that school trying to find me. So. It was not good because the principal walked the child to my room, you know. <laughs> I said, I'll be dog of all times. So uh, Christmas cards, emails, um, just <laughs> it was a it was a mess. And uh, like I said, just thoroughly enjoyed that crew, man. Thoroughly enjoyed that crew. Well things well, things you got to do to get through, get through the dog the dog days. days. Like now. Like now. Right. You know, January, you know, January to spring practice. spring practice. Yeah, if you're um, not doing something else. Well, the the thing is, you 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 have to have, you know, uh, that variety of you know coaches on your staff. You you got to have, and I'm 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 one of those those old heads, and I'm and I'm happy to be able to say it because, uh, you know, the new ones that you know they they want to talk ball at lunch. They want to you know they want to get on the board and all this and that. And I said, man, I, I just I, I don't want to. You know, it's it's my lunch period. I want to sit down. I don't want to hit. And they look at you like, you, Coach, you really don't want to talk about it. No, I don't. I want to, you know, how's your, how's your family? You know, what's going on with you, with your children? You know, we got we got some young coaches who, you know, newly newlyweds, uh, new new parents. And just, you know, let's talk about different things like that. I may have a little bit of advice for you. You know, you can use it or not, you know, as far as how the kids are going. And, you know, what the – you know, certain things and, and to not fight with the wife about, you know, just just those type of things. So it's some it's some good that comes out of having that guy with a, you know, tad bit of wisdom. You know, we've screwed up enough. I will say oh, yeah. that, oh, yeah. you know, and we know that. So don't do this. You may have that more than anything. But I just, you know, like the situation I'm in now, we have a, a real good mixture of um, some new coaches, some in the middle of the career and then some towards the end. And uh just trying to make sure they understand certain things, you know, on, on the football field. They, for some reason, man, they don't move their goalposts. You know, and them hash marks, they they still, they're the numbers. And so you're going to run stuff offensively based off of landmarks. We're going to try to, you know, defend it and everything. But January 31st, I just – I want I want to know how your family doing, man. You know, just – when what's the latest joke you heard? You know, we do enough of it. You know, and I and I try to be careful with our kids also, because you know, you look up, it's it's year round. There's no doubt it's year round, and um, they need to see that other side of Coach Harris too, though. You know, and that's why I enjoy you know track. I enjoy track because of that. You're able to, you know, do those things. I kind of hang out with, you know, the, my coworkers when they coaching, like Coach Hudson. He's coaching bas- girls basketball. That was not in the plan, but hey, it's a great. You know, thing because we get to know that side also, not just the guys. You know, and then uh, you know you build your track team, and and now you're having fun. You know, and it's not as a uh, you know strenuous as a uh, as football in certain aspects of it. So, you know, but they need to see that other side of you. You know, so um, that's it. Just just a good mixture of guys, man, and that and that staff enjoy you know hanging out with one another. We. You know, like this year, we went up to uh, to Top Golf, and you know my golf game, Coach. You know it ain't it don't exist. You know, and I live on the golf course, and people know that. And uh, I said, well, you should be able to play better. Now, I'm still enjoying it, so I'm gonna that's stick right, with right. it. I'm gonna stick with that. And uh, so we, you know, we did different things as a new staff. You know, piggyback off some of the old stuff. You know, you talk about that crew in Perry. Now we we got after it now. 
you know, in the classroom. We got after it, you know, on on the board trying to come up with good schemes and try to make sure these kids were taken care of. But we went to that that lake house when Allen Good had it, and we, we got after it there too. So uh, it didn't stop. You know, whatever we did, we did the full speed, and we and we thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed one another. And I think that is what built that friendship that's, that's still lasting, of course, to this day. Well, I know well, y'all, I know play y'all played cards and, and hung out, hung out, watch games, and, and still do, still do. You're right, right. We still try to get together and, um, and you know, reminisce and then bounce ideas off one another now, and um, and you know, you and I've had these conversations. It's a, it's funny because you transition now. You, you every now and then you're gonna talk about a little retirement, you know, and. And I had to learn a lot from a from a Estes, you know, over at Northside and uh, Mark Estes and 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 Coach Pope at Northside. You know, he just retired. So, you know, it's it's funny how those conversations change. You know, you still enjoying it because I I don't I don't do poker because I can't stand losing money. I can't stand losing a penny. So there's no need of me sitting at the table because I I have no idea what I'm doing. I could win and didn't even know it. So. You know, sound like me. Yeah, so I don't sit at the table, but I come over there and crack a joke and make you laugh and get out of there. You know, but um, and so you know everybody had ain't their own cup of tea as far as that part. But like I said, just that that camaraderie and um and you know we just we just enjoy it as a as a coaching staff. You know, you may not want to you know go up to Top Golf. You may not want to you know meet at you know Rigby's for the for the pool gathering for the uh. For the guys at the water park, it's just, you know, it's not your thing, but it's best that you do as much of it as you can so you can not only, you know, being around those kids and see a different side, being around your coaching staff, too, to, to kind of get that because uh, we all need that outlet and whatever that is. And that's what, that's I, worry what I worry about, about with some of these some young, of these young coaches, coaches, a lot of them. Is, is they're missing, they're out, missing out, on out on that part. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I see them at the I mean, clinic. I see them at the clinic. They're the same way. It's like, man, y'all need to have, man, y'all a, good need to have a good time. Right. I mean, I mean, there's time, yeah, there's time to learn and all that. All that. But it's a game. It's yeah. a game. Enjoy Let's enjoy each other. each other. Yeah, coach, you talk about clinics. I I worked at Glazer Clinic last year, and working at uh this this uh, one coming up up in Atlanta, and um and it still holds true. You can sit down in the lobby with DT. And get all the football you need, because that's where he's gonna hold court, along with some other guys, you know. And um, talking about David Thrower, you know, he taught me a long time ago that, you know, we was at Perry on my on my way out of there. He said, "Man, just sitting there talking with one another is the best coaching clinic," and it still holds true. You know, it's it's pretty good to go in there and listen to some, uh, you know, some of the college guys, some of the, uh, you know, the high school guys who's successful or who's done something that. You know what I mean? That that you may be interested. It's still pretty cool to do it, but I think it's so much va- more valuable when you like say you sit down and you may shoot the breeze a little bit, but it's like I say it's not as a uh, stressful. You know, I, I may not have to write now down one note because everything he's saying, man, I'm soaking it up because I've either done that, called it something different, screwed it up, or had some success from it every now and then. And man, so how did you get this across to your kids? You know, a lot of times you're not hearing that from that speaker. You're hearing it from, you know, you, the guy that invited you to the room so you can, you know, we, we, we may not write on that, that mirror anymore, but, you know, we still can talk ball. And there's nothing wrong with it, you know, bouncing ideas off of one another. But uh, just like you said, those those young guys, they, um, you know, they're gung-ho like we were. And, you know, but now let me – let me show you this other side to this thing now. You know, sometimes when this coach starts talking, I just sit down, shut up and listen now. You know, don't you don't have to say anything. Just shut up. <laughs> you got everything you need right here, you know. And so, and 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 that's what, you know, that's what we try to get them to understand. You know, a lot of times. Mm-hmm, go ahead. And so I said, I was going to say just a lot of times, you know, you learn so much because you were just in that room and, you know, thank God you were in there, you know. I don't run the wing tee or anything, but um, you know, you look up and you you hear those 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 guys. They talk about it and and defend it. Oh, here you are, you're in round three, you know, going against the wing tee, and you you know you 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 just so happen to write down a little note or something, or you can make that phone call. You built that relationship with whomever, you know, Roger Holmes, you know, all those guys. I mean, they they 
you know, they still gung-ho about what they do. I was just in a meeting with him. And then, like I said, in that meeting, I ain't say a word. I listen. You know, he's talking about different things, talking about his clinic, talking about that. And it's it's still good for those guys, you know, to to understand there's, some, there's another offense out there. You know, it's, it's, right. it's, it's more than one now. So, you know, oh, I don't, I don't do that. Well, you never know because those are the kids that you have all of a sudden. And now you built that bridge and you can go back to that guy and get that offense or that defense or that information. So just really trying to hone that in on the – on you know on that younger that younger guy the younger generation relationships that's it that's it you get you got to keep building you can't like I said just try not to burn those bridges and um and just get some understanding you know just get understanding and uh, you keep the relationship going you don't have to bother anybody first of all you probably not bother another coach it's just you know you just sometimes they want to sit down and talk you know ball sometimes they don't. And then you, and then you left Perry, Perry and went to Hoko. Yeah, I'm um, very fortunate to uh, <clears throat> get that that opportunity. Um, I know, you know, we talk a lot about classifications and stuff like that. And, you know, we I went from 4A to uh, to 6A. And and now, you you know, you're lining up against, you know, your Lee Counties, your Vada Austers and, and, and all those at that time, you know. And, um, you know, you st- you got a in-county rivalry a little bit more. Perry was kind of off to the side. You know, our rival was uh, was Peach, even though they beat us 28 years in a row, which I, I, I still didn't un- don't understand that. But, hey, you know, but we were able to break the this, this streak. But then, you know, it seemed like everybody was gunning for Hoko, and, you know, just – Whoever we played, so when we played one of Robins, it seemed like a rival game. We played Northside, it seemed like a rival game, and um, and you learn quick. You got a you know a guy who, you know, builds a name for himself, and you know and here we go. And so I was fortunate to have some guys you know previous, but you know we, I got there. Jake was a freshman, you know. Jake Fromm's a freshman. I go through all his years, and then. Um, uh, uh, Rigby, you know, comes on. He's our quarterback now, and so. You know, you have some um, some good guys at the you know at that position in which you know you're gonna have a chance to win some ball games, and, and we were very fortunate to win win some. Um, I tell people all the time, I felt like we should have had at least two state championships with Jake, and then one when uh, Rigby senior year. So that that should have been three, and um, and you know it's everybody can blame this and blame that and um you know i unfortunately i've been in some situations i mean two of them at perry and then the three we just talked about at uh at hoko where you know it was some you know kids gonna make mistakes that's just you know they're, they're a high school football player that's gonna happen but it's unacceptable when you know we do certain things as coaches as the the professional to kind of you know ruin it so you know, we had a little little mixture of those things, and unfortunately, you know, we didn't get those state championships. But you know, it helps you in your twenty nine. I'm sorry, twenty six year career to you know pass that knowledge on to that that young coach. You know, and uh, and it's just you know I, I pick at Coach Westbrook now. You know, we everybody don't coach for six straight state championships. It just you know it's just unheard of. But when you do, hold on. Hold on to it because you don't know what in the world gonna happen next year, you know. And uh, and so I learned I learned a lot because we had a lot of success, you know, with uh, that that group of kids, you know, um, Kenny Gant and and you know and a host of others, a Wesley Steiner, you know, just just you know just guys who who went on to to play college ball and um, you know have one at Michigan State right now playing defensive back, you know, it just it, people don't don't really celebrate those things, you know, anymore like like we do as coaches. You know, we have a kid who's able to go on and, 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 and you know, just do something for himself as well as his family. You know, he may be the first to get a degree, first to go off to college. You know, you celebrate those things. Um, at HOCO, we were able to build um, the track program. And, I mean, it's not rocket science coach. We, um, you know, I get there and, and I'm the assistant track coach and uh, – and, then guys take different jobs, and and twelve hours later, I'm the head coach for girls and boys, and the girls are really, really good. 
I mean, they are go-getters. They they want to tear your head off and track, which is great. I can I can coach these young ladies. And my guys are awful. I mean, they were awful. And so, you know, I go in. I understand what we're doing in baseball at, at that time. I understand that, you know, we got a good uh, soccer team. And I said, well, the guys, I said, listen, you know, we got six or seven people weights. And I said, everybody stand up for them. If you play baseball, go over here. And everybody heard this, you know, just, uh, have a similar story. You know, you play soccer, go go over to this corner. And everybody who remained, congratulations, you on the track team. Because uh, I refuse. <laughs> yeah. I said, I refuse to go out here and get my brains beat out now on purpose. I'm not choosing to go out here and just get toe up, you know. <laughs> and uh, all of a sudden, man, you got 60 boys on the track team, 50 girls on the track team. And, and, and you look up and, man, you pushing for region titles and possibly winning state, you know, and just just enjoying. So so Hoko was a was a, a big learning experience, obviously. And just some ups and downs here with uh, and, you know, learn about personnel. That one guy, you know, we, we lose uh, to because of a bad decision. We lose a running back going into the Stockbridge game and uh, then Stockbridge didn't realize that that guy was actually not playing until uh, late in the second quarter. And so D, uh, D1, Darren Anderson, he's having a game of his life for the first the first quarter and most of the second. And then they said, well, shoot, how about we just not only double team, let's triple team, you know, in certain cases. And uh, because, the you know, the running back that we prepare for, he's not back there because we could throw a swing pass to Kenny. And I promise you, it's, it's, he's going to get 25, 50 yards. I mean, just he had that kind of talent. But, you know, like I said, due to, a you know, a bad decision, he wasn't able to play in that game and that that – you know, ended that, which was one of our best teams, you know, when we uh, think the following year, we go and play Alatoona and my best tackler can and still to this day, 2024, can tackle that dog on quarterback. He can't tackle and save his life. The quarterback ran forever. He's still running. I I, I hope he's okay because uh, we almost killed him. <laughs> From letting him, I mean, we couldn't tackle him. And everybody for Alatoona was coming off an injury, the big time tight end. He, he got a bad knee and all this and that, and I'm concerned about him. So we didn't design a defense to say, you know what? We're going to prepare as if everybody is healthy. You know, that's the best thing to do. And I'd be doing if he didn't – he was a decoy, and he, you could tell that, you know, he's still a little hurt. Great hands. But we didn't prepare for not being able to tackle the quarterback. I said, I'd be dog. And I mean, the kid ran the ball a little bit, you know, on film, but nothing bad. But they had a great game plan. And for whatever reason, we, we, I mean, we have him in a phone booth, man. He get out of that thing. And, uh, you know, and so that happened. Then, you know, Rigby senior year, we, uh, we line up against, uh, um, doggone the, the Horius of, uh, I, I just went against him in Special Olympics basketball. Say again, Harrison. 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 Yeah, and um, and we just that was one of those things where we, you know, I thought we had one of, probably the, one of the best plans, you know, to uh to defend, you know, stuff they did and with their personnel and they and we just made a couple more mistakes. They they didn't and what seventeen fourteen something to that you know degree, but uh you know we. You know, and then, of course, when you, you get beat by those teams, they go on. And Stockbridge didn't, but they go on to win the you know, state championship. And you're sitting at the, you know, watching it on TV and like, ah, that should have been us. Well, it's not. <laughs> so, you know, well, like I said, you know, with coaches who, who went on and, and done this, because I didn't say this earlier, but my first two two years, I, I tell you, now, I thought that. That's just how it was going to be, man. You, you go and you play 10 games, then you get in the playoffs and you run the table, and and there it is. You state champion. Let's do it again next year, you know. Yeah. Do it again next year. You lose it, but, hey, you know, you you, you there. So, year three, let's let's, let's go. We're going to win it. You know, we're going to win it. And then all of a sudden, you, you know, you have a little drought where, you know, that's just not the case. And so, you know, it's just amazing how – you know, things change, you know, uh, with kids, you know, a move in, or, um, a kid to get hurt, you know, it just affects whatever. So when you have it, hold on, man, hold on and enjoy it. Well, then you got, then you got reunited with the crew. And that's yeah, where, that's get, where I met you. Yeah. We, um, you know, we laugh and joke about this coach Allegood and I, but, uh, uh, we are playing, 
against one another. And the winner of that game is going to go to the playoffs. And 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 uh, <laughs> and and we fortunately win the game. But coming down the sideline is that a good bringing the quarterbacks out and um uh, and all that and. And, you know, the relationship me and Alligood have. Of course, we're going to shake hands and say good luck real quick, you know. And um, and he whispered in my ear, say, hey, man, it's a possibility of, you know, this right here occurring, yada, this, yada, that. Well, basically him, you know, possibly getting the job there. And, you know, wishful thinking, of course. You know, we, it's November. And, um, and he said, you know, are you in? And I told him yes. So, basically, we had an interview right there on the sideline um, – Interview went well, you know, it's probably the quickest <laughs> interview in, in in history. But uh, <laughs> but just to have that opportunity to get back with those guys, man, was just, I mean, just uh, just a blessing. And and you know, once again, you you kept your, you know, kept kept that bridge, and um, just having that opportunity to go there, still in six A, so you kind of familiar with uh, you know ball, but learning. You know how everything work at a at a north side with that that type of history, and uh, you know just those type of things. And and when I say history, just the you know the being of the school itself. You know and how how uh, people felt about that uh, feel about that place. Uh, that was one of the one of the best things to probably you know start me out there. Unfortunately, of course, you know we had COVID, but just to hear. The actual stories now that I'm employed there, you know, those, those stories are a little different because at Hoko you have Von Lasseter, you have uh, Ryan Crawford, and then um, Kevin Smith come, and they all, you know, of course, disciples of Conrad Nix, who, of course, you know, famous Northside coach. So you you almost have a, you know, a sense of I, I was at Northside before because you have those those stories, you have those connections now that you've met through them. So, you know, had a little foundation because, first of all, you knew everybody. I didn't know the building. I didn't know the, the community, you know, and that that happened pretty quick to get to know them to a point where, uh, you know, now we we rolling. But you have a, a different type of responsibility than what you had, you know, at, at a at a house and county. You know, it's, it's you're not north side and this is the standard and this is what we're going to do. And and here we go. So, uh, you know, we all got back together and. And of course, we um, we start off. We got the we got the pranks. We got this. We got that. And uh, and and you know, and we just we just do what we you know have to do to keep a a lively staff. Um, I've been one of those to whereas, you know, I um, I try to keep certain things off the head coach desk, and and I now I'm doing that, and I'm doing it for Chad Alligood, who I went to uh, you know, I went to kindergarten with. And so <laughs> it's a little it's a little different, you know, but it's good different because I, I know him well enough to know, you know, what he needs to hear and what nah, that don't need to go to him. We good. I take care of it, you know. So, you know, that's kind of one of those things in which, you know, you learn, you know, on the way and you're fortunate to to possibly get a job in which now you're getting paid to do it. And so that's kind of, you know, how that assistant head and assistant athletic director stuff came from for now because you've been doing it so long, you know. Certain things that head coach don't need on this day, especially on game day, you know. He don't need to know that kid don't have any socks. Go get him some, you know. <laughs> yeah. You know. Uh, man, we got two number 42s tonight. Well, shoot, we had them last week too, guys. I mean, you know, that, that young 42 probably ain't going to play. But if he do, how about we don't put him out there at the same time? You know, <laughs> you know, stuff we can control. control. Right. You know, the TV busted. Well, we ain't used to having these TVs anyway. So, I mean, let's 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 go. We'll just How about we just use one of them? And then the coach look at that like you're crazy. Yeah, we're just going to use one TV tonight. You know, <laughs> we'll tell, we'll him, tell him later. Yeah, we'll tell him later because he got to got to put the purchase order in to buy it. But don't worry about it. We'll you know, but don't don't worry about that today. So yeah, when I was, yeah, when I was part, part of the Goon Squad, Sam, Sam made it abundantly, abundantly clear, clear that that if he if ever he asked, ever asked how, things how things went, the answer was the answer everything was, was, everything good, was good, boss. Everything good, boss. That's it. That's it. And you introduced me to the term big check. check. That's it. He um, I I don't know what in the world was going on, but 
you know, we got so many names, you know, for different folks, you know, I, I, I didn't call him Chad Leisha like I used to because, you know, <laughs> you know, him and his wife. And then I I said one day, you know, big chick, you know, and uh, and you know how it is. We I, I don't know how much you make or how much. Sometimes I don't know how much I make, but I know his chick is bigger than mine. So uh, <laughs> he became big chick. And so and so whatever, whatever it takes, man, it's I mean, those. Those early mornings, late night, you gotta have some. You, know, you gotta have some humor, and um, you know. And and I still, you know, got that one story that's out there that I know a lot of people, you know, laugh and joke about the whole ant bed thing. I still deny that to this day because uh, I don't have any idea what they're talking about, coach. And you know, they said something about a kid had to put his hand in the ant bed, and uh, you know, I don't, I don't think a coach would have make a kid do something like that, and that's what they accused me of. And I told him, I said, I, I you know, that's just not right. But uh, <laughs> but the story behind the ant bed for real is at Perry, you had a certain group of kids who just coach Lamb, they, they they weren't gonna get in trouble. And I didn't quite understand that. You know, you, you want some defensive guys is you know, I, I don't want you to go to ISS, but I understand. You know, and uh, <laughs> because sometimes you ride, you you walk by there and say uh, you don't want a football player, there, but but you want to go get a potential football player out of ISS. Correct. And so, you know, ain't nothing wrong with them getting in trouble. You know, the offensive guys they want the guy to walk the, the straight and narrow. That's fine. He may not be a good defensive player though, but um, but <laughs> the kids um. We're doing something one day, and, and I, I mean, they're screwing up because they're trying to, you know, just be perfect with us. So guys, you, you you have to understand, we got to get better, yada this, yada that. And I said, but you, you got to be willing to to just kind of go out. I said, go get in, just get in trouble. I said, we got robots right now. Y'all just walking around, you know, go say right foot first. You're going to do that, which is fine. I said, but oh, sometimes put your left out there and just, you know, just just be that guy. Just be that guy, change it, but do it, you know, do it full speed, all that kind of stuff. And, you know, and so I took a, took a group. I just I was just upset one day and there's some ant beds out there. Paris practice field. And I said, doggone. I said, we're going to go and, and be a little kid. I said, we're going to play this and we're going to put our hand in this ant bed and see who can hold it the longest. The, the person who on the longest is the winner. And so the guys looking at me and. They some of them already know me and uh, and they know I'm not about to put my hand in that ant bed. I'm I'm acting like I am. And so I said, here we go. And I blew the whistle. We put our hand on the ground. Well, Coach Lamb, for some strange reason, uh Rich, I'm calling Rich, uh Richard, Rich actually put his doggone hand in the <laughs> ant bed. And I didn't, <laughs> the sad thing about it, I didn't realize it until the next day I'm calling the office. And um, and uh, Andy Scott said, Harris, hey, hey, coach, what's up? And he, as I walk in there, he said, please tell me. And you know, he got his hands on uh, on his, at the top of his uh, nose, right there by his eyes. <laughs> like, like he got a migraine, he massaging it. He said, please tell me that this ant bed story ain't true. I said, ant bed? What are you talking about, coach? You know, did you have the, kid, the kids put their hand in ant bed? I said, I said, coach, we, I said, we were joking about that. I said, ain't nobody. So he calls the kid in the office, and I've been knowing that kid ain't got every, I mean, the ants that bit all up his arm, man. <laughs> I said, you, you got to be, I said, boy, you put your hand in the ant bed for real? He said, coach, you told us to. I said, oh, man. I said, <laughs> I said, that's what I'm talking about, man. You get <laughs> so so we had one and uh, his granddad, he he laughed and I and I was very fortunate because his granddad thought it was the funniest thing. But uh but they I mean them ants bit all his right arm just to pieces. He didn't kept it in there. I said, <laughs> I said, did you not notice me and the other guys did not put our hand in the ant bed? But he, he was the one to do it. I said, you got to be kidding. So he's at, I remember him going to uh, wrestling practice. And um, and I said, man, look, don't put your hand in that bed when you get to wrestling practice. So he, he was a good kid. But uh, that's that's the story as far as the ant bed is concerned. So, <laughs> But like I said, I had no idea that boy put his hand there for real. 
Like, what are you doing? <laughs> but hey, he won. He won the game. <laughs> he, he won. He won. So and we tell and we people this stuff, stuff and they don't believe us. <laughs> they really don't, man. And they, they, and really they live don't. with them. Exactly. Exactly. He's probably you, married you with have, kids and everything children. right now. Yep. You have, you have, you have a son. Mm-hmm. I have a son. I watch him do stuff every day. Every day. That's it. That's it. I just, I just shake my head. <laughs> yeah. I had a conversation with a kid the other day. He said, Coach, how's the conditioning going for track? And I said, man, things going well. I said, but right now we, we're trying to find that one position. I said, we'll be fine. And the kid said, Coach, what 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 you what you looking for? I said, man, we need a guy to catch the javelin. And um, and I said I can't find any. And uh, he said, Coach, I, you know, I ain't got nothing going on this spring. I'm like, <laughs> and so unfortunately, I said it right around the time when Coach Hudson was eating, and he about choked it. <laughs> and I said, well, Coach, he, he serious all that, Coach Lamb. I don't have anything going on. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> I might come out there and kiss the javelin for you. I said, well, son, I, I, <laughs> I'll I, be calling you. And so, um, that's <laughs> but you have to have it, man. You have to have it. That's, people ask how you get to those years. You know, I used to ask the same thing, man, how you make it through it. It's just, it's great kids, man, and, and just great stories because you got great doggone guys you didn't work with, man. And uh well and I've been, that's part of building your relationship with the kids. Mm-hmm. You know, you that's know. it, man. And it lets them, it lets you them know you care about them. I mean, you're you messing, can, messing yeah. with them. But yeah. Yeah. that's they, that's they it. Know man. You love them. Right. And 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 um and then they'll do anything for you because they know you'll do anything for them, you know, and um uh, you know, we, you we, might be the only man he that he talks to all day. Well, you're right. You're right about that. You're right, and you 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 have to be careful because that's that's something that's that's valuable. That um uh, that you know, like I say, you 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 in charge of. It. You didn't sign up for it. Now it's not in your contract, but you never know, man. That one kid, you know, you didn't make their day. You know, just joking around about something, you know. He will, so, he will catch a javelin, a javelin for you. Yeah, catch a javelin for me. He goes, I ain't got nothing going on. I might come out and do that with you. Oh, my Lord. But uh, <laughs> so that, I guess you don't know what that javelin is, of course. So, <laughs> <laughs> But I'm glad to hear catch it for me, man. But, well, that's awesome. You're, you're enjoying things in Peach County, County now. Yeah. Now, I tell you, Peach County um, – I would. I never would have thought that I would uh, end up at Peach. I've been, you know, like I said, from Jones County. I coach at Southwest. You know, you're always around Peach County, and for some strange reason, just never thought of it being a, a landing place for me. But uh, Lionel Brown, the superintendent, you know, he and uh, with Doctor Brown, he, uh, you know, he and I worked together at Perry, and so. You know, we <clears throat> we talked and, and, you know, you know, uh, Coach Westbrook and, you know, and and um, and it's been a <clears throat> it's been a joy, you know, to 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 go there. It's, it's such a, a great community. It's a it's a great school. And because of who we are and, and how we build this relationship, great kids going to be at every school. You know, I, I just know we we focus sometime on some of the some of the negative stuff and then we have to be careful because we you know you go to certain schools and and then you know you this is what they said you know all these years and you realize man there's some there's some great families you know mixing those schools and it's just another example of um just a great community uh they want to win you know and, and that's great to have that versus oh we're just happy to be here you know we don't want that you know you want to and so they're demanding and you understand that when you sign up, you know, to, to coach at a, at a Peach County, the biggest, the biggest transition for me last year was the, um, you know, used to having, you know, six cornerbacks. Used to having, you know, I mean, that's that's going to play. You're trying to find a way to rotate them. You know, not just six in your group. You may have, shoot, 15, 16 in your group, but, you know, you got some young ones and then you have some, some ones that, you know, uh, uh, still developing. Then you have your guys that's playing, you know, and and I just use that position as an example because, 
you know, that's 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 where you are when you, you know, six and seven. A. And I know we getting rid of seven, a, but, you know, it's, it's a it's a blessing to have those numbers. And so now all of a sudden you come down and you don't have quite as many, but you have some football players. Thank God. You just don't have as many. And um, and I just had in my head that, you know, we're going we're gonna to play 6A ball, you know, with a 3A, you know, schedule, 3A this and that. And, um, and that's just been my, my mindset. So we, you got to recruit them out the hallway, man. You got to get them out of there. And uh, we've pulled some from the hallway. We pulled some from, uh, you know, watching a kid wrestle. All of a sudden, hey, man, I need you to come out. You might, might be able to play linebacker for me now or, or something, you know. And, um, and so that's what we've really been hounding on, you know, the kids walking the hallway. I know that some of them probably got tired of me when I first got there because I said, man, I need you to come out and play football. I need you to do this, you know. And I was <clears throat> volunteering, helping for track and end up, you know, getting some some guys who said, you know, they were strictly track guys. And uh, and now they, of course, they're playing football because, you you know, you showed them, you know, some love. You know, you built that relationship to a point where I'm not going to try to hurt you, you know, and uh, – and I, I and we still want to get something out of uh, out of football. We was talking today, you know, we have character ed- education, of course, on Wednesdays. Most you know programs do. And, and speaking to guys from the defensive side of the ball, and you know, Coach Smith does, Tanner Smith does, you know, offense side of the ball. But you're still trying to build that relationship, and and um, you want them to understand you. So you want to put your stamp on it. And, and I told them, I said, guys, we we're not far. We haven't got so far that the defense, you know, has the defense coordinators, um, you know, mentality, same as the offense, the special teams, the head coach. I said, we haven't changed football or any sport to that point where that's, that's not the case. And I said, but in order to get to that, we got to do things away from, uh, you know, away from ball, away from the school. And, um, you know, with us coming in last February, it was tough because you're trying to find a way to, you know, feel the team, trying to find a way to, you know, how how does it work here, you know? I mean, simple things like you're going from seven periods over at Northside to block schedule, four classes, you know, and, uh, <laughs> you know, just those kind of things. And, and you know, you got to build trust from kids, you know. You know, Coach Campbell's there forever. And now that staff is gone and you you got to earn those kids' trust. And, uh right. You know, it, and unfortunately for some kids, it took a little bit longer than others. But, you know, when that thing started clicking, it was, you know, last year, it was it was beautiful to watch. And, uh, you know, and, and I know everybody, you know, feel a certain way how that season ended. And I know people probably, you know, who follow me on Twitter, you know, know I was I was quite upset. But that's another thing that come with the with the profession, you know, it's just. Unfortunate sometimes, but uh, but like I said, just the, just the, you know, the different scene and scenery, the different this and that. It's been it's been a lot of, a lot of fun, man. It's a, it's a beautiful place, man. Well, that's awesome. Well, that's awesome. I, know I know that you enjoy, enjoy dealing with dealing your with your son, who you officially referred to as two. Mm-hmm. Keep, yeah. Keeping him, him busy. busy. Yeah, it's um, uh, you know. <laughs> It's, it's your it's your opportunity, you know, to have your your son. You know, I, I have two older daughters. Both of them, you know, my oldest played tennis. My middle one, she, you know, did track. But um, and everybody, you know, was trying to get me to understand. You know, my my wife and I, you know, we're expecting that. You know, boys are different. And um, you know, I'm thinking uh, you talking to a male. What, how you gonna tell me boys are different? I, I know I don't have any female uh, experience, but I got <laughs> 20, 30 some years of uh, <laughs> of experience as a male. I know we different. We have to be different. But those people were hitting it dead on. Man, He's raising this young man has been um, has been been different. You know, I was spoiled by my two girls. Now, don't get me wrong, but just the the responsibility behind um, raising a male is uh, it's, it's something else, man. And I, and I know, you know, we have some negative examples in, uh, you know, in society, but, you know, you want to do it right. I put out a, a picture when we was at Hoko, you know, you know, your, your, your kids, they, when they little, man, they just, they just want to see daddy. They ain't seen dad all week. So at, at the football game, after the game, he is going to, you know, he's going to run out, 
the sign with me and run through the sign. That's like a Super Bowl, you know. It's 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 just so much fun. Then after the game, win, lose, or draw, he he can tell us about the numbers up there on either side. He's gonna run out there. He's gonna jump in Daddy's arms. Correct, and correct. um and someone took that picture, and I was just you know talking in his ear, and I want to say we had just won a close game, you know, and um and I and I saw that picture and I put it out on Twitter and I said I I don't know I was just led to say. I have one chance. And what I meant by that tweet was, you know, this is my only son. And we're done having children. And uh, But I got one chance to raise a male in which it's a, it's a tough task to raise either one of them. But I got one chance at this at this little boy right here. And, I, you know, and I, I don't take it lightly. I'm, I'm, I'm going to screw some things up. But as a whole, I'm, I'm going to try to make sure he's a responsible you know, young man, he's he's respectable. You know, he shows respect, he earns respect, and just as an adult, hopefully, he can go out and and and, and function, you know, the right way. And um, and and that's it. You know, we we I think we put so much, you know, on on it as far as raising kids to a point we we don't want to screw up. Well, let's go screw up. Let's go figure it out. You know, but. When I say screw up, I'm trying to learn because this kid right here is different from the kids that I have in class, different from my daughters. So in the process of trying to make sure I do the best by him, I like saying I'm going to screw up some stuff. You know, I'm not going to listen to him sometimes because I'm mad, you know, so I screwed up that situation. Let me go fix it, you know, and and, uh, that type of thing. But I'm trying to make sure that this young man becomes you like to say productive to a point where he functions in society and um, and understands how to how to get some out of this thing called enjoyment, because I, that's one thing people can say, you know, when it's all said and done, coach, they're going to say, hey, that cat right there, he, he enjoyed himself now. He had a good time. <laughs> so <laughs> so stop all that crying. Go get that chicken and them greens and eat. <laughs> and because uh, it's gonna go quick, you know. But uh, them coaches gonna eat, you know. <laughs> but but uh, you just rest sure that that Broad Harris had a great time, and that's that's what I want. You know, make sure they understand my girls and and too. But uh, like you said, man, we try to try to keep them busy and um and just you know, make sure they understand it's uh you know it's a lot of different opportunities out there, and it's up to you to go take advantage of them. So. Well, and I just, well, just want to bring him up just because what you had said, what you had said earlier, talking to, talking to the younger coaches about, about tell me about tell me about your family, mm-hmm. you know, things like things that, like that. Because like I've texted Tanner, Tanner the other day, and he said something about figuring out figuring out a way to score, and then and then you know you know being a new father. I said, don't worry about scoring. That being a father is a heat more important than that. Yeah, go win that game right there. Cause uh, yeah, yeah. Like I said, you can't get it back, and that's what I mean by you know I got one chance, man. I got one chance with this kid, and uh, you know, like I said, I don't want to screw it up, and um, so I'm gonna gonna do those things. And so far, man, you know, just just a great little kid, man, and uh, you know, people talk about you know you children, man, that, he, he's a great kid, and you say, well, give me something negative, you know, give me something negative, and um, and you realize you, you're doing a halfway decent job. You know, and um, you know, I, I pick at Tanner. You know, like I say, newlywed and um, got that under belt now. New new parents, you know, and um, he told me something the other day that that says he's listening to somebody. It may not be Rod Harris, but he listens somebody with you know, <laughs> they got some sense because he said he walked in the house and Jessica had that look on her face, and he said, "Give give me the baby." And you go and, and you know, give give me the baby. Hand me the baby. You go and do whatever you need to do. Get in the car. Just, you know, and yeah. you had those conversations, man. And thank God that we can do that for each other. Because, uh, you know, I uh, I learned some from from the great Don Hudson uh, and, the, and, and, and um, I think Von Lasseter even mentioned this a while ago. Yeah, even even Von Lasseter. I'm all, no, I'm just joking. But uh, <laughs> he said, um. Uh, you know, he's talking about date night, you know. And I, man, I ain't got time for that, man. I got a game Friday now. And he said, man, look, you might want to, you know, find a little time. And, you know, and all of a sudden you get a a different position, like, you know, coordinate on the end of it, you know. And, and, and you have a little bit more time Thursday. You have a little bit more time, you know, whatever. And 
you know what I need to probably take my wife out and date her, you know, and um, those kind of things. You pass that on, but I, I'm happy that I'm able to pass it on quicker. Right, you know, right. somebody who's been married two years versus somebody who's been in that thing 20 some years and you just not dating your wife and she, you know, she on that brink of choking you. And you finally realize, you know, hey, I got some time. And you just got to be smart with that time. So, like I said, Tanner's, you know, one of those that hey, he listened and got some, you know, some other young guys, man, that uh, that are, that are just, you know, they soak up that good information. You know, you got some that got to be hard-headed it is what it is. But, you know, they catch on and understand it. I'm just happy I'm able to give it to them as early as possible. So... Well, I appreciate, well, I appreciate your, friendship, your friendship, and I appreciate, and I appreciate you being an ambassador, ambassador for coaches, for coaches to, to everybody, everybody in this game. And, uh, and uh, I hope you keep I hope doing, you keep as, long doing as, as long as you want to, doctor. Well, I, uh, like I said, I told you earlier, I'm trying to get this information as far as these people who retire, because I'm I'm trying to figure out why they come back and sub. I, you know, I uh, <laughs> I don't have any desire to do that. But it's amazing how many come back and say they want to get out the house. Well, I don't think I'm going to go somewhere else. I'm going to come hang out with, with Chris Lamb and, 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 and shank a golf ball now because I don't want to hold your game up. You hit them good. And mine go in the woods somewhere. But with me, <laughs> with, <laughs> with me living on the course, I have plenty of balls that I get in my backyard. So I ain't going to hold your golf game up. But I sure don't want to Sub, but well, you know, I, I know you it, man. Anytime. <laughs> I appreciate it. I so appreciate it, man. Well, coach, well, coach I, appreciate I appreciate you. you. And can't wait. Can't wait till we get together, together again. again. All right, sounds like a winner, man. Anytime now.